This is a variety show with no particular niche. Baby, it's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Hello, and welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you don't know who I am, my name is James. I'm a Sagittarius. I love going on long walks, and I'm having an affair with your mother. I'm sorry to break it to you this way at this time, but I am your father, your son, your Holy Ghost, and I am haunting your mind. I am your inner Don Milguer Ruiz, reminding you of the four agreements, live, laugh, love. And I'm going to take you on a trip, but don't worry, I'm going to keep you safe. In fact, I want to keep everyone safe because I want old people off the road. But before we get too far into that, uh, let's take care of some quick business. First off, if you hear like a droning, humming, whooshing sound in the background at some point, that would be the heater because it is rather cold today. Uh, and I did not want to freeze my tokus off. So there's that. The next thing is, uh, if you did not know, I have a Patreon upon which I give patrons access to the weekly bonus episodes I release. So for just $5, go to patreon.com slash that thing with James and become a member of what I like to call the Black Diamond Exclusive Club. Become a member of my Patreon and you will get access to one new bonus episode every week if you like this show, if you like this kind of thing. Um, one new bonus episode every week and access to all the other previously recorded and released bonus episodes. That's patreon.com slash that thing with James. You will get bonus episodes, plus there are different tiers and I offer different sorts of benefits, shouts out handwritten thank you letters, that sort of thing. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Help support the show. Make it easier for me to make this more gooder and more better for you. If you like this. Also, if you like it, and if you have any ideas of stories or topics or something you just want me to riff on, uh, or if you have like a question you want me to answer on the show, send me an email at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. This is a one-man show. 99.9999999999% of the time, this is a one-man show. And I am on a constant hunt for content for this show. And I could really use your help. So if you got something, give it to me. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Another place you can provide me with some great content or just general shit posts or funny, you know, videos of like a, you know, a monkey shooting an AK-47. Uh, you can post those at the subreddit that I built some time ago. Uh, R slash that thing with James. 
become a join the community my uh, my little niche with no niche community on reddit r slash that thing with james you can also find me on tiktok twitter and instagram my handle on all three is at james j asher all of this stuff you will find uh information to in the episode description so 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 let's get on with the show um i'm gonna be up front with you i'm kind of low energy today um I, what, two days ago, see, this is Sunday, I always, usually, unless I've got a guest who who needs me to adjust to their schedule, I usually record this show on Sundays, and today's no different. Um, what, what, what was I getting at? I'm just adjusting volume. Today's no different, I'm feeling kind of low energy, and I was all fired up on Friday, Two days ago, I was all fired up, and uh, you know, I should have recorded something then. But I did record a little note to myself. So the little intro I did, I remembered that part, and I remember I was um, oh, I remember what I was so fired up about: old people on the road. So so hear hear me out. Hear me out. I am of the opinion that there are people driving vehicles, motor vehicles, who should not be driving. All right, so in the United States, generally, um, you are able to get a driver's license at the age of 16. I know in other countries it's older, but in the U.S. of A., it's 16, And in order to get that, you must first pass a written test to show that you know the rules of the road. And then you have to take a driving test in which a proctor rides along with you and takes notes. And then either you get a pass or a fail on your driving test can you use your turn signals stop behind the stop sign i remember that was a note that i got when i took the driving test was i would stop a little bit in front of the stop sign but for good reason and that's because like every stop sign is so far back from the intersection and i understand why however the peripheral the periphery is so often blocked with like a bush or a fence or a sign. And you may just be at a two-way stop or a one-way stop. So the cross traffic doesn't have to stop. So looking for oncoming traffic is very important, always, but particularly in this situation as well. So you have to stop. But you can't fucking see any oncoming traffic because someone is blocking the way. And, uh, you know, another fucking peeve of mine, especially living somewhere where people like to drive big, fuck you, I got a small penis trucks, is when you get to a stop light and say you're like in a right turn or, yeah, you're in a right turn lane and, and you're able to turn right on red if, you know, if the coast is clear. But in order to 
ensure that the coast is clear, you have to be looking to the left to ensure that there's no oncoming traffic. However, some big fuck you truck pulls up and they they stop in front of you so it blocks your 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 uh view your field of view that's what i'm looking for field of vision and so you roll up a little bit and then they roll up a little bit because god forbid anyone gets ahead of them so you roll up a little bit more and by this point you're starting to wonder shit is my nose sticking out into the lane at this point but no the big fuck you truck rolls up even further and they don't care that you can't see they're probably not even aware that you can't see all that's going on is the id, the lizard brain stem telling them you need to roll ahead and be in front of everybody because fuck you, I have a small penis. So <laughs> that's unrelated, but somewhat related. Uh, so when you stop at a stop sign, you're supposed to stop behind the stop sign, but you're also supposed to look for oncoming traffic and you can't usually so often cannot see oncoming traffic because of things obstructing your field of vision. And so you have to roll up. And I guess it's not really when I, as far as I know, it's not really written anywhere that you can or cannot roll up a little bit and stop again after initially stopping behind the stop sign. But at some point, you're going to have to like roll up real close to the lane so you can see oncoming traffic. But when I was taking the driving test to get my license when I was 16, that I got a 100%. I got a 100, but I did get a note that I needed to stop behind the stop sign. So I, I do that usually. But before, in the U.S., before you can take your driving test, you have to take a written test. And in order to pass the written test, you have to read the, uh, the state driving road rules manual. Not to be confused with road rules MTV from the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, you have to pass this test. And the first time I took it, I failed miserably. And the lady who I turned my test into graded it automatically. And she gave me the most shameful look, like fie, fie on you. <laughs> look like you clearly didn't study this. And I hadn't. And it showed because I made like a 47 or something like that. And she said, okay, we're moving this test over to this town two days from now. Why don't you take this book? And she slid the, uh, the road rules another, so this would be my second road rules book over and said, study this, go to that testing site and take the test again. It's in two days. And so over the next 48 hours, I read the road rules and I ruled that test because I got a 100. And then I went on to get a 100 on my driving test. And those were some of the best grades I've ever made in my life. Now, after you take that driver's test, you, you, you don't have to take another driving test unless in some cases you are switching states. So I remember, so I, 
I'm originally from Colorado, from Denver area. And when I was six, I moved with my parents to central New Jersey. And in order to get New Jersey driver's licenses at the time, my parents had to, well, I don't know. I remember going with my mom to the DMV. I don't remember if she had to take a driving test, but she did have to take a written test. So I do believe that some states require you to do a written test if you're moving there and if you want to get a license to drive, uh, a state license there. Now, the only other time that I'm aware of that you have to retake the test, particularly the written and driving test, is when you let your driver's license expire. Now, there might be a thing where it's like, you have so much time after letting expire that you wouldn't have to get those tests. But say, if you're someone like my significant other, who went 11 years without uh, after letting her license expire, in that case, you do have to start from scratch. You have to study, you have to take the written test, and then you have to take the driving test. Hopefully you pass both, and then you get your driver's license. But beyond that, to the best of my knowledge, you don't have to uh, take another driving test ever again. And I think, I feel, it is my conviction that that is a mistake. People, there are so many people, not just old people, there are so many people who really should not be driving. Okay, so let's let's see what would work. What about like once every five years you have to retake the driving test just to make sure? And maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe the criteria changes, all right? So this time it's not just the basics but it's a little more advanced. Like we're going to take you on a highway. We're going to see how you handle heavy traffic, highway driving, all sorts of different driving, just to see how you are. Are you riding someone's ass? Ooh, that blew up the mic. Are you riding someone's ass? Uh, Do you use your turn signals? Fuck. Is there a way to like do a blind test where it's like, you put a camera on, like a body cam on the on the car. So, so you know, you're not even really aware of it. Because, you know, say you've got a proctor sitting in the passenger seat. Of course, you're going to be conscious of them. And you might change up the way you drive. But is there a way? And I, th- I think there is, like, for some insurance companies, there's a thing where you plug it in and they track your driving data or something somehow. I've seen commercials for these things, and it says it'll lower your your car insurance premium, blah, 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 blah. Well, is there a way to candidly, you know, you you get a notice, and you're going to be recorded in a candid fashion, your driving habits, so... So you're not really thinking of it. You're not super aware of like, ooh, I better be on best behavior because I've got a proctor sitting right next to me in my vehicle. No, isn't there a way to test to make sure that you're really not 
an asshole, to make sure that you're not like weaving between cars like fucking crazy in heavy traffic to ensure that, uh, are, are, are you using your turn signal? Um, uh, do you not run red lights? Are you riding someone's ass? That kind of thing. These, these things should be tested for. Are you staying in your lane? I must say, I just said that and it reminded me of just the past two weeks. It's 2022. It's still January right now. And I have seen just so far this year, a lot of crazy driving shit. I was at Costco the other day. What? It was my uh, first before my last visit to Costco. It was like the beginning of January. I, you know, I get there, no problem. And then I'm leaving and I'm heading back home. But like within the, the same city block, there is straight up a car. So I'm, I'm on a four lane thing, two lanes going each way, right? North and south, I think, or east and west. Two lanes each going in some direction in opposite directions. Well, I'm, I'm going to a, a turn light so I can take a left. And I see, and there's a median. There's straight up like a, you know, a, not, a, not, not one of those like tall construction median walls, those temporary walls, but there's a curb. There's a curb with like a little island between the curb acting as a median between these two opposite traveling lanes. And there was a, uh, a not a coupe, a sedan car on the other side of that median, how it got there, I don't know. Because there was no break in that median for like, I don't know, a thousand feet or something. But right there in the middle of oncoming traffic, there was this car just stopped with its left blinker on. It didn't even have its hazards on. It was just its left blinker and a lady sitting there just like, uh, she didn't look shocked. She didn't look like she was trying to, you know, look around and figure out a way out of this. No, she was just stopped with a blank look on her face, just looking forward. Was it a fugue state? How did she get past the median? Or how long had she been driving against, uh, against opposite uh, direction traffic? before she decided, you know what? I'm just going to fully stop. I'm going to leave my foot on the brake in the middle of the lane and people are, you know, cause a traffic jam and people are going to have to drive around me. So that happened. So that's one thing. And then just this past Friday, when I was all fired up, um, I was going to a Reesers to get some provisions because we had snow, uh, Saturday we had snow. So that would have been yesterday. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to want to really drive around in that. I just want to chill Saturday. So I went ahead and went to the store to get some provisions on, on Friday afternoon. And so, you know, I, I, I leave my abode and get onto the streets and it's heavier than usual traffic, which I'm already like, this is heavier than usual traffic. What's up? 
Uh, and then I get to a place where I have to take a right turn. And uh, I'm there's two cars in front of me. I'm in the right turn lane. And I get in behind those cars, all the other cars, it's a red light, all right? And um, so I'm stopped behind these two cars who are also waiting to turn. And, um, and then the light turns green. And this is still heavy traffic. And um, the light turns green. And for, but but the, the green light, where am I going with this? The green turn light had not happened yet. Wait a second. No, no, I'm fucking up. Apologies. The green turn light turned on for right turns, and then the other lights were still red. However, the two cars in front of me did not move. And in the straight-ahead lane just to my left, there was an SUV that wiggled between the vehicle in front of it and the two vehicles in front of me. And it went around those two vehicles and took a right turn. And I just looked at that. I watched it happen and said, wow, what an asshole. And then and I, before that sentence was even fully out of my mouth, another SUV just fully went around the two vehicles in front of me and took a right turn. And I was like, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not see these cars? Assholes. And then I look at the two cars again, the ones in front of me, and realize, oh, that's not their turn light. Both of them have their hazard lights on. So fortunately, uh, someone let me out so I could go around those two vehicles. So I do that. And I go to a place and I run some errands before I go to the, the grocery store. And then I'm coming back to the grocery store and I'm pulling into the parking lot and it's pretty full. And it's difficult to enter to begin with because there's some 100-year-old man in a truck driving in the middle of the lane, uh, uh, like the middle of the passageway, kind of swerving left and right, just a wobbly drive forward. And I have to dodge, and he, 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 I don't think, you know, I'm looking at him, I'm trying to make eye contact, and I, I don't think it registered to him that um, me or my car existed. So he just wobbles away. Fortunately, I made it past him. I squeezed between the curb and him on one of his uh, arcs toward my vehicle. And, um, and then I go and I'm trying to find, you know, I know where I usually park in this parking lot where there's usually open spots. And I, I'm heading that way, but I have to go through like two more 100-year-old men in the middle of the fucking thing, because of course they own the whole passageway and I have to get around them. And then, uh, and then there's uh, some old hundred year old lady with her cart going one step every two seconds, step, two, three, step, two, three, step, two, three in the middle of the lane and then eventually stops to check her receipt and then keeps moving. What I'm getting at is the grocery store was more crowded than usual. I, I, uh, 
And it, it occurred to me that it was the middle of the month, so I think people had just gotten their checks. Plus, there was some like snow coming, so maybe people were going on a shopping spree. And um, so the grocery store was more full than usual. And it was, I shit you not, 95% full of old codgers and codgets. They were everywhere. There was an old woman. I think it might have been about 150, 165 years old in front of the the uh, the pot roast, in front of the chuck roasts. She was there, just standing fully in front of the section. I wanted to check. I knew exactly what I was looking for. Get me the cheap thing with the fat on it because you, if you're making a pot roast, go for the cheaper cup with more fat because that fat, most of it, it dissolves and it makes for more juicy meat. Um, but this lady is fully right up like like fupa pressed onto the beef packages. She had full fupa on the beef. And she was picking up and closely examining every single beef package, looking at it, reading every detail, putting it back. And I stood there for about 30 seconds, hoping maybe she would find something. But oh no, all she found was the next package to read every little detail of and examine closely the marbling as she whipped out one of those jeweler um, cool eyeball magnifying glass uh, microscope things that jewelers use to look at the marbling. That's an exaggeration, but how long I waited is not. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get some other items and let this woman finish. And so I go and I look for every, uh, I, 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 I try to look for other stuff, but in every single lane and in the, in every aisle and in every lane, there was an old lady, you know, it was nine to 10 old ladies versus old men. And they were all in the middle of the aisle with the cart turned wide ways. So it's blocked. And they're standing and looking at something or looking at nothing at all, just standing in a complete fugue state. And you walk up and you try to get around or get their attention. Hi, excuse me, excuse me. And it doesn't even register that you exist at all. So this store was crawling, crawling with ancient people in the middle of the way, who are oblivious to the world around their, uh, the world outside of their mind. So that's going on. But I said that was only 95% of the people at the grocery store. What were the other 5%? Screaming children running around everywhere. This was like my old HEB nightmares when I still lived in Austin, but transposed to Oklahoma, where... There's more young people living here now, but it's still mostly old people who are here to die. You know what I mean? There were children, so many children running. There was a child who I'm standing 
uh, I've got my cart stopped in front of the bread so I can try to look for uh, the potato um, hot dog buns, which they didn't have any. But a kid, like a a little girl, like a five-year-old girl, runs behind me, and her little brother runs right after. And then her other little brother runs straight into the side of my cart and then looks at me and then runs around. There was a lot of children running around. It's like cats. You know how they get under your foot? Or like little stupid dogs, how they get right under your foot, right where you're walking. Like you're either going to trip over them or you're going to step on them and trip. That's what these children were doing. Where were their parents? I have no idea. But there were multiple sets of running children everywhere. So it was like two extremes. Uh, You've got old people in the middle of the way, not moving. And then you've got very, very wee young people all over the place, moving a whole lot. They were like electrons around the, uh, the uh, molecule of, or not the molecule, the, the nucleus? Is it electrons and nucleus? Whatever the fuck of old people. And then I guess I was like a, I don't know, a boson particle or something. I don't know. I was trying to find my way around this. And it ended up taking what should have been a 30-minute round trip. Ended up taking one hour and 45 minutes. That's, that's kind of how it was. Now, now, let me back up. Let me back up. So I finally get in line. I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm here. More people are pouring into the store. Thank God I got ahead of the line. And that's when I realized I forgot an item that I really needed. And I said, fuck. And I went back and I got the item, which they didn't even have. So I had to get like a a similar but different item. And then I come back and, of course, there's a line. And everyone's got overflowing carts And all of these everyones are 100-year-old people who, you know, it's cool. Yes, chat with the cashiers. However, they're coming up with a million questions. They're questioning, you know, the, the whole fucking concept of, say, a debit card or receipts and re-reviewing the receipt with the person right there instead of, say, stepping out of the lane and then just reviewing the receipt before you leave the store, but also, you know, get out of the way. No, 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 no. You stand there and, you know, go over this itemized list with the cashier and ensure, oh, 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 by the way, I think, I think I need to show you this thing from my wallet and then dig through every item in your wallet. (laughs) If you know, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But finally, I make it through. And I'm getting fucking hungry by this point. I'm not getting, I'm hungry by this point. I get in my car. Well, I try to get to my car. <laughs> but there's this, this poor woman with her toddler who will not get into its, into its car seat. And, and the door's open right at my driver's door. And the mother... She saw me and she was like, I'm sorry. We were similar age. She was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, 
don't worry about it. Take your time. I, <laughs> I'm not worried. So I'm loading up my car, but, oh, she moved. <laughs> she switched over to the other side because she was like, I don't want to be in this guy's way. So she got it. She got it. So I get in my car and I'm trying to leave. But of course, I have to wait for a parade of people going step one, two, three, step one, two, three, step one, stop. Step one, two, three, step one, two, three, four. Where's my car? I have to get through that. And then more weaving vehicles. And as there's like a bit of a stretch, there's a little stretch of uh, asphalt before you can get to the road. But there's like a little stretch, like a gooseneck on a gooseneck kettle, leaving the kettle of the parking lot to go onto the onto the road. And I, I see some cars doing some stuff. There's like uh, cars all on the left side. So in the United States of America, you drive on the right side of the road because that's the right way. But now I see people going my way on the left side of the road and also people going in the opposite direction on the also on the left side of the road, left left from my perspective. So there's cars weaving around each other, like doing a figure eight dance around each other to travel all on the left side of this little stretch of, or this stretch of asphalt. And I'm like, why is this happening? Why is everyone going in the opposite direction and weaving around each other? On this one lane, like on this one side, this one half of the asphalt stretch. And that's when I see, oh, there's a big ambulance truck parked on the right side. So it's blocking the way. So I'm going to have to get in this left half of this gooseneck so I can get around. Um, and so I have to wait for a couple cars in front of me to do that, to wait for oncoming traffic to pass by. And while I'm stopped, I take a, a quick um, look around to see why is there an ambulance here? And that's when I see, oh, there is also a fire truck stopped in the street, in the, on the road. And uh, on either side of it are uh, two cop SUVs plus a cop truck like a, a cop pickup truck parked up on some grass and like in a yard. And, uh, and I'm looking around, I'm like, this is clearly, there was a wreck here and people were already being reckless. It was chaotic. This whole week's been kind of fucking chaotic, honestly. And there's something else I got to share too, but I'll wait till this is done. Um, let me adjust. <sighs> You know what? Hold on, hold on. I'm getting out of breath. I need to regather. Let me uh, take a drink of water real quick. There was clearly a wreck on the road, but the wrecked vehicles were cleared away. But I could see bits of plastic and oil in the middle of the road. And um, so I, I, I finally get a chance to work my way around the... Uh, the ambulance truck and this little gooseneck, I work my way around. Fortunately, there was no oncoming traffic and I stop and I'm pretty close to the intersection and it can be kind of busy on this road. So I have to be very vigilant 
at looking for oncoming traffic from both sides. And um, so I stop and I want to take a left so I can get into the turn lane. But if that's not if that's not an option, I will go right and then take the first left. That's easy. And then just turn around and take a right just because it's going to take less time. And I don't want to back up cars behind me while I'm stopped to get onto the main feed. Right. Uh, so I, I get up and I stop before. So my nose isn't in the lane. I stop behind the stop sign and then I inch up. However, my field of vision to the right is entirely blocked by this fire truck. <laughs> so I can't tell if there's oncoming traffic. Um, and I see the intersection light turns green. And I see the closest side of traffic. Um, there's nothing coming out, but I can't see the far side to the right. So I say, you know what? I'm just going to play it safe. Uh, I'm going to take a right. So I go right around this cop SUV and the fire truck and I take the first convenient left which is is not very far down it's like right there I take the first convenient left I turn around and I'm still pretty close to the um, intersection but I got to go across like three lanes including one turn lane to get to the other turn lane so I can take a left however as I'm stopped there an endless parade of vehicles comes up. It's like nonstop for three minutes of just vehicles pouring in or stopped all the way. And I've got no fucking option. I, I can't get into the road. And while I'm stopped and waiting, I see the fire truck and the other SUV clear the way. I just completely clear the way. So had I waited another three minutes and backed everyone up and had to deal with them honking and raising my cortisol levels, I could have gotten a clearer view of oncoming traffic. But no, those big vehicles cleared out of the way. So I wait another 30 seconds to a minute. And then finally, uh, there's an opening. So I go across all these lanes to get into the left lane. And the, the cops are still there. The, the fire truck left. The ambulance left. But the cops are hanging out. And finally, I get over to the left turn lane, and I'm in. I'm the first one in line, but it's a red light, so I'm stopped. And one of the uh, cop SUVs blasts. So there's oncoming traffic at this point. I'm stopped at a red, but there's oncoming traffic. And this cop SUV blasts into reverse straight into oncoming traffic at like 25 miles per hour and then slams on its brakes right before the uh, intersection. And I could not help but notice the guy didn't even have his fucking lights on. And I'm just watching him thinking in some remote part of my brain, is he going to give me some shit for crossing over all these lanes? It's doubtful, but I've dealt with enough pigs I wouldn't put it past him. But no, he's he's busy with this wreck business. But he stops. After going reverse 25 miles an hour into oncoming traffic... He stops, flings his door open. Still, there's oncoming traffic. He just flings his door open and gets out like, you know, fucking coast is clear. Closes the door and starts walking back toward where the wreckage was, but then stops a few paces away from his SUV when he realizes, oh, I should probably turn on my lights. So then he goes back and switches on the, the, the red and blue flashing lights. 
And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. And finally, I got my left turn, and I get home, and uh, I tell... I tell my significant other about the the gauntlet, the excursion, the trial, the epic journey that I went on to get us provisions for the weekend. Um, and, it, and, and it really sunk in because after I settled down, I was like, I'm going to warm up, I'm gonna take a nice warm shower, clean up, wash all this stress off of me. And that's when the thought really sunk in. And this is not a new thought to me. But at a certain point, at a certain point, I feel you should not be legally be allowed to drive. Now, I don't want people to be less mobile because mobility is very important. And I will address that in a moment. But first, all right, so at a certain age, when you're, when you're so young, when you're a wee one, you're not allowed to drive yet not legally. And I've noticed that with age, you kind of go full circle. You start out in diapers going goo goo gaga with a mush brain. And then you go through all this bullshit. You, you, you go and make someone else money for a long time. uh, And you don't really get to have any kind of life of your own. And then at the end, you're rewarded with diapers and once again saying goo goo gaga and having mush brains. And it's, I feel a danger. I have, do not tell them. I'm not going to say who it is, but I have family members who I feel um, endangered by. <laughs> When I ride with them, I, 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 it's, it's like that, um, uh, Ralph Wiggum meme from the Simpsons where he's on the bus and he's like, I'm in danger. That's how I feel riding with certain family members. Uh, and at a certain point, it's just like, it's not your fault. It's just your body and mind are worn out. The machine is rusting over. It's not as sharp as it used to be. And that's not going to undo itself. So it's kind of uh, dangerous for you to be driving around in a two-ton hunk of steel, I feel. And so I feel there should be at certain markers in one's life uh, times where you have to retake the driving test and the written exam just to ensure that you're not a danger to yourself and others. But as far as I know, that's not the case. Now, I did mention I don't want old people or anyone to not have mobility. I think this problem of old people who should not be driving, driving, I feel this issue and so many other issues, including my own personal issue of often not enjoying driving because it's a pain in the ass and stressful for various reasons. And if you're not stressed out by these reasons, I feel like you probably should get somewhat stressed out by these reasons. Um, There should be more trains. 
there just needs to be more trains and public transit. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I was getting at from the very beginning of this is uh, I'm having an affair with your mother. I am your father, your son, your holy ghost, boo. And uh, old people shouldn't drive and trains are cool. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of That Thing with James. If you want more, I'm going to get a little more loosey-goosey. And You may think I'm being, you know, footloose and fancy-free here, but let me tell you, I'm being reserved in this episode, and I'm about to go ham on the bonus episode. And if you want to catch the bonus episode, become a member at my Patreon at patreon.com slash that thing with James. It will get weekly bonus episodes and all the other bonus episodes. Maybe, depending on what tier you want, uh, I'll give you something a little more. Um, Patreon.com slash that thing with James. What else? Uh, help help me come up with the content so I don't have to talk about my, my fucking week, my day. Um, uh, email me at that thing with James at gmail.com. Um, give me some content on my subreddit, r slash that thing with James. Look me up on social media, mainly TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. My handle on all three is at James J. Asher. And I believe that's all for this episode. I love you. I'll catch you next time. And I hope to see you in the bonus episode. Bye.